0: Hi, Tabiwa. This is Tandiwe, one of your listeners, and I'm just here to share how impactful I found your podcast on the topic, Are You Enough? I can honestly say I was very overwhelmed after listening to your podcast. Overwhelmed in a good way, because majority of the things you said in that episode really resonated with me, because I felt like I'm living the life that you led, you know, because our journeys were very similar from having older siblings who are really bright transitioning from primary to high school high school to law school and to be honest i'm really thankful that you talked about it and you were vulnerable with us because i too transitioned from high school to law school feeling like, yes, I have the capabilities, but I always used to question if I'm enough. And then, like you said, we often see you on social media and then we're like, oh, I also want to be a lawyer like her and everything, but then knowing that you went through situations that I've also gone through where I question if I'm really cut out for what I'm about to do. I often, even when I do well, I often wonder if I was just lucky and everything and always feeling like I'm not really enough to do what others have done and seeing how you've overcome that and you made something out of yourself is really encouraging. I also loved how you quoted the Bible and reminded us that it's God who's put us on this journey and he has greater plans than even we have for ourselves. So. I just really wanted to say thank you for the previous episode, it was really impactful. I for one found it very impactful because it really spoke to me and it spoke to my current situation and it's really helped me change my perspective about how I'm going to face my last semester of law school and how I'm going to face this new transition into my career, knowing that other people have gone before me and they've done it and I also have to changed my mindset from wondering if I'm enough knowing that because I'm a child of God and I'm and I received Christ that I don't really have to be enough within myself but I'm enough through him who brought me here so thank you very much for the episode it was I would say it was one of the best podcast episodes that I've listened to in a while so yeah I'm really excited to see what else you have for us thank you
1: Hi guys, welcome to episode 5 of The Self-Propelled Flower. In today's episode, I have a special guest with me and we're discussing a special topic. When I look back at my life within the last year, it has changed drastically and I want to put you guys into the secret of why I'm living such an amazing (laughs) life. Um, I have on today with me Chanosia. I won't introduce her because I need to leave that to herself. Um, But the topic we're discussing today is financial literacy and how you can be financially literate and improve your life as a young person. So Chano, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored. I've been looking forward to this and I'm happy that we're here together. I'm excited. Um, Before we just enter into the discussion or say anything, yeah, please introduce yourself. Who are you? People yes. need to know. Yes, so I'm Chanozia, as mentioned,
2: and preferably known as Channel. Mm. I'm a financial literacy educator who also runs a financial coaching business. So you'll find me on social media talking about finances all the time, how people can build wealth, how they can get started in their journey. Mm. But then on the back end, I actually have a business where I now go in deeper and work with clients one-on-one to helping them actually succeed and fulfill their dreams financially. Mm. Okay, so you've
1: mentioned a lot. I want to yeah. know, how do I find you? <laughs> you
2: can find me on social media. So Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, mm. Even now, threads, you yes. know, that Instagram app. Yeah. You can find me, Chinoze Kavai or Miss
1: Kavae. Mm, yeah. Okay. No, we'll definitely put her contacts um, because I know you will want them after this. Yes. Um, so Chano, please walk us through what is financial literacy?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. And I think you've come for my classes. You know that I don't like to go textbook, you know, mm. jargon and all of all that. But when it comes to financial literacy, what I think about is money. Right. Mm. And so when we think about money, the question is, do you know? how money works? Mm. Do you understand how you can make money work for you? Mm. Do you have an understanding on how you can actually build wealth with mm. the money that you have? Whether you're 500 kwacha, 1,000 mm. or a million kwacha, do you have an understanding of that? So when it comes to financial literacy, it's basically how well is your relationship with money and making that relationship work for you?
1: Mm. So now I want to understand, I, I obviously now know what financial literacy is. Yeah. And I'm looking at it from the perspective of the listener who is a young person who may or may not know why this is even important. Yeah. Why is it necessary for anyone to know what financial literacy is and beyond that um, to attend your classes yeah. <laughs> to get the information? Why is this important?
2: So, I mean, money is basically everywhere in terms of like if you want to buy something, mm. you need money. Yes. If you want to go on a holiday, mm. you need money. If you want to get married, you need money. True. Whatever you need to do, most times, you mm. it will require money. Mm. And so... But the thing is, many of us didn't even grow up learning about money. Our curriculum doesn't cover money. Mm. And so then now the question is, if money is kind of fundamental to almost every single thing we're doing, Mm. then how do we actually make it work? Because Mm. many times, young people come into this adult world and they are given maybe a small paycheck or whatever it is, and it's like, okay, but how do I make this fit for my bills? Mm. How do I then make this fit for the goals that I have, whether it's buying a car, whether it's getting married, whether it's actually just being financially free? How do I make that happen and if we don't have financial literacy what ends up happening is that because of this thing called social media mm-hmm. which I'm a part of um, <laughs> you know people will then now start seeing like oh okay this one has this this one has that mm-hmm. how can I actually maybe also have this what do they do mm-hmm. they may be going to debt they end up borrowing yeah. more than they can even afford trying to basically appease and to be, be where they're not exactly where they are today impress. and so to impress exactly yeah. and so for me I feel like if we don't understand money if we don't understand how we can can make money work for us, mm. it comes at a very big detriment, not only to ourselves, our family, mm. the friends we have, the family that we have. So yeah, it's a very important thing that we need to discuss.
1: Okay. Um. Now I know the importance. Yeah. You've mentioned something that is very interesting. You've spoken about being financially free. Mm. And I think that's the bedrock of all of this that's yeah. that's what we're all trying to do what is financial freedom
2: yes so when it comes to financial freedom i think one of the words that we have grown up with knowing is retirement right yes. retirement meaning okay when i'm 55 or when i'm 60 and i know i don't want to have to work anymore so that's basically when we retire mm. however i think that when we think of the word retirement, I think sometimes we we misunderstand it because the assumption is based off of age, right? Yes. So when you're 50 or 55 or yeah. 60 or 65, that's when you're retiring. But if you don't have enough money mm. to cover your life, mm. technically speaking, most people can't even fully retire yes. because how will you take care of the the, the financial um, responsibilities that you have, right? Mm. So this is where things like black tax come in. Mm. And so for me, I think there's a bigger goal that we should be having, which is financial freedom. Freedom, which mm. is the idea of it's not about an age, right? Yes. It's not about an age of when are you financially free in terms of how old are you, mm. but actually when can you be at a point where you no longer have to work for your money? Mm. So basically, you don't have to put in any effort because yes. you have enough money to cover the life that you want, mm. to cover the life that you need. And so from that perspective, financial freedom is actually what, what's the goal,
1: not mm. retirement, yes, financial, financial freedom. freedom. Being exactly. able to sustain yourself even after retirement, yes. not just to sustain yourself, but to sustain yourself at a certain level, level. a level mm. that you yourself have chosen. Because I think... Um, Something that's very important in relation to financial freedom and retirement is Tapiwa as I am today, is used to a certain type of lifestyle. Yeah. Maybe I'm used to grabbing a coffee mm-hmm. every day, you know, from a restaurant or whatever. So now I'm asking myself, when I get to the point where not even just retiring, but what if I lost my job? Yeah. How would I be able to sustain the same type exactly. of lifestyle exactly. after that period? Now I want to know. We've spoken about what it is. We've spoken about why it is important. And we've now spoken about financial freedom. Um, what resources are available to someone like me? Yeah, what, like what can you offer me? Um, imagine I'm a young person. Yeah and I now want to know more about this financial freedom. Where do I go? Is there a class? Is it a degree? Yes, is it yes. a diploma? <laughs> you know, what is it? You know what, in some ways,
2: like, you know, the conversation on our curriculums and degrees and stuff and whatever and be like, okay, should we have degrees on this topic? Mm. In some ways, I'm like, we should, but then on the other hand, I'm like, how many things do you remember from, like, university Nothing. or from, <laughs> like, you know, school? Like barely. You know, like, barely <laughs> because of how they're taught, yes. right? That's the key issue. How mm-hmm. is it taught? Mm-hmm. Is it taught in a way that That's actually palatable that you can understand and actually go Mm. and apply it in your life. And so when it comes to financial literacy, what my best recommendation is, the first starting point is that we have so much online. So meaning, Mm. for example, my pages, like I've been talking and posting about Mm. all this financial literacy stuff. There's literally all that free content that's available. You can start binge watching the videos. You can start listening to some of the things that I've said and, you know, already start implementing even just from there. But what tends to happen for most people is that Social media, there's a lot of content. Right. And while that's amazing and if you're in the mood, you know, it's kind of like a nice time to like binge and just like, you know, just keep on scrolling. But then when you're trying to actually learn, it can Mm -hmm. become overwhelming because you're like, Oh my goodness, channel has got over a hundred posts. She's got how do I even start? How many like where do I start from? Like where exactly do I, you know put this together in a way that will make sense for me, especially Mm. if you're completely new. And so with that, that's why I created like the classes that I have in my business to be like, Mm. okay, instead of you having to go through hundred posts, trying to synthesize them, trying to put them together and actually apply them for yourself. It's like, Mm. now come for a class where now I teach you A to Z. How does money work when it comes to, first of all, Money management, right? Because yes. that's a very important thing. Yes. Budgeting, saving, debt, mm-hmm. all of that, dealing with that. But then also, I have another class where it's like, now let's go into the investing side, financial freedom, because for us to get to financial freedom, mm-hmm. we have to become investors. Yes. So it's like, what investment options are available? I was Can gonna you say. get started yeah. even with 500 kwacha? Mm-hmm. What's available for you? So with the classes, it's like, let's go more in depth. Mm. And also in a structured way than maybe social media would be able to provide. So you've yes. got that option of like you can get started right now in terms of like all the social media content that's mm. available. But I would still recommend that you come for a more in depth class where it's like four days or however long where we go in deeper to actually discussing these topics. But
1: of course, I'm sure we'll touch on some things briefly here. Yes, um, I, I think just to testify, <laughs> I've been to channels class and let me tell you, um, I was one of those people who. I've never really been like a bad financial person in my life. You get what I mean? Like I've always been financially smart, Yeah. but I was consuming content without knowing how it can be applicable, especially in Zambia. I remember being in university and I would always listen to Dave Ramsey. And he's like this financial guy in the U.S. Mm. And if I tell you I have watched maybe 15,000 of his videos. (laughs) They're amazing. You know what? I would like drag my husband. I'd be like, come and watch. You don't understand. Listen to this story. Listen to this story. Mm. Listen to how this husband, how this... And he was just like, you actually go mad. Yeah. And I remember like maybe in the last three years, like I would listen to him so much. I now started researching like, well, In Zambia? Like is there... is this not available? Yeah. And I think the moment I stumbled upon you and I did your class, one thing that stood out for me was the fact that like many of young people here, we read a lot of books, mm-hmm. we consume a lot of content, but half of the time it's not even relevant to Zambia. Exactly. exactly. Um, I want you to speak on that. Is, yeah. Um, how do I transition from thinking, I know enough. I know because, enough. Because, you know, yeah. even when I saw your page, I was like, ah, what is she going to
2: tell, tell me? that, you that know I know what I mean? Know. Yeah. Yes. I I think the best way to answer that is actually telling you my personal story, right? Because very similar to what you're saying, Mm -hmm. right my journey did not start from on the Zambian side because yes. we are, we have so much access to the Western, mm-hmm. you know, content and all of all that. And so seven years ago, when I was now interested in this whole money management thing and financial literacy, the content that was available was Western content, especially yes. books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, yes. you know, all these richest all They're very Western, like majority of them are Western. Mm. And while they're amazing, they have like, you know, very good nuggets and things like that. The question that kind of kept on coming up, like, seven years ago was, ah, okay, but is this applicable here? Because yes. like when they talk about their stock market, for example, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, do we have that? IRA? I'm like, they're talking about all these things. I'm yeah. like, do we even have that in, in this country? Mm-hmm. And so now what ended up happening is that I found that actually, Markets are very different, right? Yes. Markets are very different. How things work in America in terms of like how they've structured their investments is not, not exactly how. the same as mm. how our Zambian market works. And so I had to go on a journey of years of actually now trying to apply that and see what investments do we have in Zambia mm. and how do they even compare? How are they even better? And I'll give you a very good example mm-hmm. of our bond market. When you compare like the American, um, the American bond market, their average interest rates one percent even lower now they've gone slightly higher because of like inflation but for the most part very very low those are not places where people build wealth at the time when I was now doing this research our bond market was over 30 percent and I'm like wait what's happening so if I just listened to Robert Kiyosaki and all these people telling me don't put money in a Mm -hmm. in in the bond market and then took that information and just said the bond market is bad in Zambia Mm -hmm. without actually understanding wait. Is this the same thing here? Yeah. Because our bond market, we had so many foreigners coming in, making use of these investments because It was amazing, right? Like our rates were so 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 high, Mm. and now they've been gone down. They're still quite high, but they've gone down down, significantly since then. And so when it came to that, I think the biggest answer really is I had to understand that markets are very different. Mm. And when you are looking at your Zambian market, if you aren't already investing, you aren't already seeing the benefits of investing in your life, Mm. then that's head knowledge that you have. Yes. And for me, head knowledge, Mm. it won't build wealth. Exactly. We need practice. Knowledge, so even yeah. if you feel like I already know these budgeting things, I already know it's like, but what is your life showing for that? Yes, what do are the you results? have? Like, mm. what are the results? Like, mm. do you actually can you actually see that happening? And for me, I do have that because now, once I understood the Zambian market, mm. I started now applying to, I'm like, oh, let me become an investor, yeah. let me actually start now maximizing on this. And yes. people are like, really? Like, you actually, I'm like. So you want me to just read the books? Exactly. And then <laughs> and, you just, and then what? Absurd. Right? Yeah. And mm. so for me, I think when it comes to people who may think, you know, you may know something, like this conversation isn't to say that, you know, you're completely blank. You don't know what the word budgeting means. It's that, yeah. can you apply it? Yes. Can you actually make this work for you in real time? Mm. Is this working for you? Because people will say things like, I know what budgeting is. But then when you ask them, how is your budgeting going? I can't stick to my budget.
1: Uh-uh. Red so, flag. Red flag. <laughs>
2: yeah let's now actually come and learn how we can actually apply this in real time. That's what matters. Results at the mm-hmm. end of the day. I want you to speak
1: to someone like me. Someone yeah. who thought they could get rich by saving. Yeah, <laughs> You know, I was one of those people is because I was knowledgeable, like I knew. And I, I'm very good at saving. Trust yeah. me, I will save every coin and every... <laughs> I will save it. I will save it. And you know... For the longest time, I would hit targets. You know, mm. if I told myself like, okay, during this period, fifty k, mm. I save fifty k. During yes. this period, hundred k, I save. Yes. And now, um, I want I want someone to be transformed just as I have been. Yeah. What would you say to someone who thinks they can
2: get rich through saving? That's a very good question, and I think the first starting point is understanding how big the numbers you you need, for example, for you to mm. be financially free, mm. right? So I'll just give a very simple example, mm-hmm. and. In this case, we'll be assuming, for example, that, okay, let's say a person is earning maybe 10000 right? 10000 kwacha after taxes, that's what they're living on. And they want to be able to receive at the very bare minimum that amount in their financial freedom They want, or in their retirement, quote-unquote, yeah. Right? They want to be able to receive that amount of money. The reality is for you to receive that amount of money, it needs to be coming from somewhere, yes. <laughs> right? So if it's not coming from a job, mm. it needs to come from somewhere. Mm. So in this case, it needs to come from, let's say, investments. Yes. And so now from those investments, there's a very simple calculation that everyone can do where it's like, if you need to know how much do I need in investments to give me the life that I want, mm. right? So it's a very simple calculation where you just multiply mm-hmm. the amount of money you want to receive mm-hmm. on a monthly basis times 12 mm-hmm. Times 25. Okay. Mm. And I'm doing that calculation right now. And in this case, this person would need nothing less than 3 million kwacha. That's a lot of money. In investments. Can't save that money. Now, <laughs> the question is if we're going down the route of saving. Yes. Right? This person is earning 10,000 10, kwacha. Yeah. How much do they have to save? Mm. What? Maybe 2,000? Max. Max. Because they have rent bills. They Ooh. have. A, so 2,000 kwacha. How long would it take for mm. us to get to this 3 million? If mm. we divide it by. If we divided this number by by the 2,000, mm. right, divided by 12, because it's in a year, 125 years. (laughs) You'd be dead. (laughs) Will you be alive? You won't be here because that's basically just putting money together, trying to get to this target. Mm -hmm. And so saving is very good for the short term. When you're trying to just do something like, you know, you're you're going on a holiday, you're trying Mm -hmm. to buy something in the short run save your way there but when you're trying to get to such big goals you need something like investments. and the Mm. reason why is because investments allow your money to grow through what's known as interest right the interest you're gaining it starts to compound over time Mm -hmm. that you're able to get to those targets so as a very simple crude example so not think of the three million one if a person Mm. was putting aside 500 kwacha per month right 500 kwacha per month for a 30 year window. So let's say they're 25 mm. and they're planning to quote unquote retire 55. at 55. So for 30 years, they're putting just 500 kwacha. Mm. If you multiplied that, so if they were saving it, mm. right, so just putting it aside and adding it up together. Mm by the time they're reaching 55 mm. they'll only have 180,000
1: which and would do nothing i mean
2: <laughs> it's better than the 500 but like really yeah. like you know you only have 180,000 at retirement is that worth it mm. but if this person had actually invested it yes. right and our investments which i teach about more in my classes mm. these average have averaged historically about 18%. Mm. Had this person invested that money, they would have over 7 million. That's crazy. So 180, 7 million. million. Yeah, the math is my thing. (laughs) You get. So for me, it's like you can't save you. You can't save your way to financial freedom. You can
1: save for short-term targets, Mm. but you have to invest Mm. for those bigger goals. Now I want to know, is um, we speak of investment options in Zambia. Yeah. Um, Without going in depth, maybe you can run us through them. Yeah. But what's most important for everyone out there is to know, is it safe? Mm. Is my money safe? Yeah. Because I know a lot of people don't invest because of this. Yeah. They're yes. thinking, is it safe will for get me? Scammed? Yeah, will I get scammed? How yeah. do I know it's not a scam? Yeah. You know, why in this, literally in the scam age because yeah. bro, this scams, yeah. you know. So how do I, what investment options are there and how do I know they're safe? That's a very good
2: question. So the first way that you can know if an investment is safe, Mm -hmm. right? So safe for meaning someone won't steal your money and run, right? From that perspective, so the first angle is if you're looking for people who want to steal your money and run away, you need to go for what are known as regulated investments. Mm. So we have a regulator in Zambia known as the Securities and Exchange Commission. Mm -hmm. These are the people who are in charge of the investment space and they're the ones who give permission for Mm. particular types of investments for them to get money from people. Mm. The problem is that these scams, they're not regulated. People are just coming up with the... Put money in this online farming yeah. thing and you make all this money. put money in this thing and you make money you get, get five hundred five hundred five hundred and you get back hundred thousand in two weeks yeah those are not regulated investments. so what I like to teach about are regulated investments because one they are regulated, but then two because these are also proven yes. these are proven not just in Zambia in America different markets these things actually have worked mm-hmm. so these are things like. Stocks, Mm. a.k.a. shares, right? So these are things where you're owning a piece of a business. Mm -hmm. So you're basically, instead of you owning ShopRite, Yes, alone because we can't People afford, it. right? <laughs> you own a piece of ShopRite and you're able to benefit from how oh, okay. ShopRite is performing, right? Then we also have things like bonds, mm. which, are, which I mentioned earlier. Yeah. So this is just you lending money to the government. Mm. And before you panic and be like, mm, but is it safe? Is it safe? I, the government has never, ever defaulted or delayed any payment on any local government security. Yeah. And the biggest reason why for that is that who controls the kwacha? It's awesome. Who who prints the kwacha? The government the government mm-hmm. so from that perspective <laughs> they have the money like yes. they are able to actually give you quatches. they don't they wouldn't struggle to pay you their quatches. so from that perspective we have bonds then also we have what are known as unit trust mm. so these are mm-hmm. more so like collective investments where they pull money from different people and then invest them into these regulated yes. investments That's heavy under well, regulation right? yeah. He- yeah. yes yes <laughs> the, the regulated part is important so we have what are known as unit trust but then we have so many more even like fixed deposits not fixed deposits was tend to be the lower side. Now, the second part to that question though, so there's the first part of you don't want people who run away with your money. Yes. So you need regulation. But the second part to that question is that people need to understand that different investments have got different risk levels even mm. if they're regulated. Yes. So something like shares, even if it's heavily regulated, you know, Airtel is not just going to get up and just run. Like (laughs) it's there. But shares would be what are known as riskier investments. So it's also important that as an investor, you understand understand. Mm. what is my tolerance to risk? How comfortable am I with the possibility that I could lose my principal amount of money? Mm. And you match that even as you're picking investments. So if you look at the scale, as an Mm. example, shares will be on the higher risk side, Mm -hmm. bonds, And treasury bills, things like that, lower lower risk side. Mm -hmm. So you can be able to pick in that framework. But people are not just going to be running away with your shares or Mm -hmm. running away with your bonds or things like that because these are structured and regulated investments.
1: Mm. Uh, And now... I'm, I'm on the inside. I yeah. know the secrets. Yeah. <laughs> can you elaborate on the type of classes you offer and what each class can do for someone who's young, especially yeah. someone who, let's say, is in school? They don't earn much. Maybe mm-hmm. they have an allowance yes. 500, 1000 yeah. kwachai, small business. Yeah. What classes do you offer and what can they do for such an individual?
2: Yes. So I think, you know, the beauty of what I do is that. It's getting people very excited about finances and investments. And that makes me very happy. And so, the investment side of things, you know, I have the millionaires investment education class where it's like we go in depth to unpacking all these investments like unit trust, bonds, treasury bills, shares, you know, like fixed deposits, livestock. We're going into it, understanding like, how do these investments work? What are the minimums required for them? How can you actually use them to building wealth? What are the pros, the cons, Mm. that question on your risk, right? Understanding the risk aspect behind that. But then also my personal experience because I'm an investor in these things. So if you're wanting to know how can I build wealth Mm. using investments in Zambia, not, Mm. you know, uh, theoretical investments in your head, but actual exactly. Actual investments in Zambia, the Millionaire's Investment Education class is for you. It's a four-day class. Mm. It's only 700 kwacha once off. You're able to come and learn. You're able to actually ask all the questions you have on the investments. So that's the investment class. However, with this, the interesting thing is that that was like one of my first classes. Mm -hmm. But I ended up realizing that, listen, people are excited about investing. Mm. But... They don't even have the foundations, right? Because now they don't, even if they've given them all the practical knowledge, Mm. they're not implementing because guess what? They're in debt. They are struggling with just figuring out how can I make my budget work? Like Mm. I I can't even find room to invest consistently because investing is not a get-rich-quick thing. It's Mm. something that you do consistently over time. So if you don't know how to save money effectively, Mm. you're struggling with debt, you don't have a proper budget in place, all these things will basically crumble. Mm. And so... My newest class is essentially what's known as the Master Your Money class because now the idea is let's get you from stressing about money to Mm -hmm. start mastering it. Let's help you first now understand how do we create a realistic budget? That whole Mm -hmm. thing of my budget, is like it never works, it never sticks, I'm (laughs) always living beyond, I'm always overspending. Let's get that out of the way because for investing to be successful, we need to have proper foundations in place. So the Master Your Money class is um, a four-day class as well where we now focus more so on the budgeting side of things, the saving, the the debt, and all of all that, like personal financial management, money management. And so for that one, it's 600 kwacha, and mm-hmm. both these classes, I'll be having them in August. So mm-hmm. the Get on Master them, Your guys. Money, Get yes, on. the Master Your Money, and I have limited slots for them. So the Master Your Money is happening, I think, the first week of August, and then the Millionaires Investment Education class is happening somewhere at the end of August. And so those are the things that I would recommend that, listen... Mm-hmm. I know people get excited about investing yes. and I want you to get started. But if you know things are shaky. a bit shaky, you don't even know where to find room to invest from your mm. budget, start with the
1: foundations first, then come for the investing class. Mm. You know, um, I think the main reason as to why I even brought you onto the podcast is because um, for me, I believe in things that work. Yeah. I just don't, there's so many financial literacy educators in Zambia yeah. who for me, I feel are just fake deep. Yeah. Like when you look at their lives, I can't see anything. Yeah. I'm not seeing the results. Yeah. yeah. And I think for me, when I came for your class, what I liked firstly was one, it was practical knowledge, meaning you were saying, I did ABCD. C, D. I yes. got ABCD results. Yes. And when I attended the class, I tried it for myself. I said, you know what? I'll experiment. Yes. Let me hear what <laughs> this girl is saying is serious. And I did. And if I tell you, like, I've gotten things like dividends now. Yes. I've gotten things yes. like Amazing. coupons now. Yes, I'm, like, so <laughs> excited because I can clearly see it's working. And yeah. beyond that, um, the financial gains I'm seeing in my life, it's yeah. like, oh, my God, what have I been I'm doing? I'm moving forward. I'm going somewhere. Yes. Like, I'm achieving things. Yes. And you see, for young people, why, this, why I even brought her on here is because there's a lot of young people on here. Some of you may not even be in the capacity that I was where I was married. Mm. You know, I had a kid. That's the time where I now started discovering these things. I'm yeah. like, oh, it works. Let me throw my money. For you guys, you're getting it at such a you know, such a young time where you still have the time, you still have mm. the luxury, you're probably getting into a new job now. Yeah. Getting out of uni. You have the opportunity to actually make your money work for you. Exactly. And this is something that has worked for Channel. It's something that has worked for me. Like I'm glad. I'm happy to testify, <laughs> guys. And I'm so excited that now before the cause even after I did the millionaires class Yeah, I still had questions yeah. and I was um, I was happy to see that now you introduced this other class which yes. would like lay the foundation first yes. then the moment you get that foundation out of the way you now jump into the investing side the investing side and uh, I now want you to speak on that in terms of resources you do mm-hmm. have resources which I've gotten which yes. work for me yes. and beyond that you also have like private services yes. speak on that because yeah. I need them to know there's, the the whole more. 360 there's, there's is more, more. Yeah. yeah. so we have
2: the classes where you can come and learn about the investments the budgeting and all of that but then there are also these tools right yes. because at the end of the day remember it's all about action yes. and so for me i kind of ended up seeing certain gaps right mm. so for example when it comes to the investing side i don't know maybe when you come for the class i don't know your personal finances mm. i don't under, i don't understand what's oh, yeah. actually going yeah. on and the numbers that you may have to be working with so when you're trying to figure out how much do i need to invest in this thing yes. how much do i need to, like if i put in my money in shares how much will it That's make the me question. how like the, Like, you know, you want to run all these numbers and all these scenarios. And so I have these Excel sheets that allow you to basically do different things. So the first one, is the Investor's companion Sheet, which I call my baby because Mm. it's literally the tool that I have used for the past seven years in terms of let me run numbers, real-time numbers, not, again, it's all about real-time things so you can see in real-time. If I put my money in this bond, Mm -hmm. how much will I get? If I put my money in this, how will it grow over time? What can I do to actually Mm -hmm. increase this money? You're able to run all these calculations very easily, very seamlessly. And so that's one of my digital products. It's an Excel sheet. Don't even worry. It's not like complicated ones. (laughs) Thank you. The <laughs> cat it's just, you just put numbers and, and it, will it just, just
1: produces the result. <laughs>
2: it will do everything for you. So that's the investor's companion sheet. And that one goes for 700 kwacha. Mm. But then also, what I also ended up seeing again, these are the gaps that you get to see over time where it's like, okay, now I've taught you the theory around budgeting, taught you how you can go about it and all of all that. But the question now for some people is like, I want to actually now use this information in my own life. I want to actually start a budget in real time. And so I have another Excel sheet. Sheet, known as the budgeter's companion sheet, which now allows you to now actually create that budget, right? Mm. So it it shows you everything. Mm. So you're able to see your net worth, yes. the goals you have in a year. You're able to see like, am I in a budget? Am I in budget? Am I out mm. of budget? Mm. You're able to track your money as you go such so you're able to implement these things. So the budgeter's companion sheet, That one goes for 500 kwacha. And then the last one is on the stock market. Mm. Because again, while I'm teaching you about all these investments in the investment education class, the millionaires investment education class, what happens is that now when you're going to pick your particular companies, you still need to understand like, okay, you you want dividends. You know, Taku has mentioned dividends. But which companies are paying dividends? How often do they pay dividends? Exactly. Have they been paying dividends the past 10 years? Mm. Where is this information? Mm. You have to scroll through 150, 200 <laughs> annual reports yes, online, definitely. put them together to kind of find that information. And so the shareholders companionship, what I did is that I bought all that information for you. So that you're able to see it in real time. Mm-hmm. What has happened with all these past companies? So when people say things like channel companies on the stock market don't pay dividends. I'm like, mm-hmm. where do you get that from? Yeah. <laughs> I have the data. Yeah. In the shareholders' companion sheet, which is real-time data, public, like, real-time data of these companies for the past 10 years, you're able to see that and make actually informed decisions. So with that one, 500 as well, basically, these are the different tools. And Mm -hmm. so everything around my business is, I want you to get to action. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So everything I'll provide, whether it's the knowledge, the tools, come and actually get them. Mm -hmm. But then ultimately, there's also the one-on-one side of things. Because what happens, again, is in the class setting... I'm not able to see your finances mm-hmm. personally. I'm not able to give that personalized insight. And so sometimes what happens is that people want to now actually see like, okay, Chano, I want you to help me creating actual real-time financial plans. I have children. So what mm-hmm. you're saying, some people maybe will be at the point where it's like, yes, too young, maybe you're getting married. Mm-hmm. You want to start now creating ideas of Children's education is expensive. Extremely. <laughs> it's not cheap. Yes. It's not cheap. And it will only get expensive over time. Exactly. And so you need to start having plans now, right? Mm-hmm. Like the moment you're thinking of getting married now, not, okay, the child is now 17. What am I going to do? I need a plan for education, yes. for university. Sec, like, yeah. yeah, a bit too late, exactly. right? And so from that perspective, I have one-on-one services where now I go in-depth to now creating personalized blueprints Mm. for people. Like, this is what your finances will look like. So Mm. that now as you're going, you have an execution plan. You know, these are the steps I'm taking. Mm. This is where I'm at financially. Channel has said, if I do this, this is, and you see the results. Because that's the point. You need to see the the results in real time. So basically, yes, we have the classes, we -hmm. have the digital tools, but then we also have the one-on-one services.
1: Mm. That's basically, I think, the whole business. <laughs> um, I think um, just just as a kind of like an exercise, Yeah, I will be happy to sponsor one person to this class. Yes. Just as proof, you yes. guys. This person will be like our guinea pig. Yes. Because maybe if it's coming from me or if it's coming from China, you'll be like, mm, it's you guys biased. are the host. This yes. is the owner of the business. Yes. You know how. So guys, I'll create a challenge yes. as this podcast is going out. Amazing. And I'll pay for one of you guys to attend the Millionaire's Investment class. And... I need feedback from that person yes. to let us know. And I need someone serious. I need someone ready to, Who's go. to go. Who's going to class. execute. Yes. Someone who will actually go for the class, who will actually tell me how the class is going. And we'll hear back from that person. But guys, um, just to be honest with you guys, this is like a lot of people ask me, how are you doing What are you, what you're doing? It's not adding up. It's not yeah. making sense. Like, how do you have this money? Look at the type of a job you have. And I think... This has been my longest kept secret. Yes. Now he you know. Has. Yes, <laughs> You know what I mean? I met Chano and her classes changed my life and I want your life to be changed as well. That's what we're about here at the Self-Propelled Flower. We want you to exceed and excel. It's not just about being a Christian. It's about being a prudent Christian. Mm. It's about being an excellent Christian. And part of excellence comes with your knowledge in financial literacy and Targeting financial freedom. So, thank you so much, Hannah, for coming on to the podcast. Thank you. I am so excited for what's about (laughs) to happen. And I hope you guys have learned something from the podcast. And I am eager, eager to see you guys in the next one. Thank you so much for joining us. The Self-Propel Flower is a Christian community that I have created to be a source of communication, conversation, and education for young women. I'm Tapiwasi Mukwai. I'm a Christian. I'm a wife. I'm a mother, a lawyer, and an academic. I hope that this platform can be a source of wellness and development for young women. Thank you so much for joining us.